I've made up my mind a long time ago that even if he don't, my hope remains in him. Amen. I have found him to be true in my life. How many has found him to be your everything this morning? How many is looking for his return? Looking for the return of the son of the living God. I'm telling you what, just a little bit longer there, I believe we could have really, really broke through and had some church. Amen. The spirit of the living God moving in our hearts and in our lives. And I don't know about you, but that's my passion because there's too many lives that are standing in the balance. Amen. Waiting and needing a touch of God in their life. They need the Lord to move. Amen. How many has got some family and friends you believe, amen, today that God's able to save? How many would do whatever God wanted you to do in order to facilitate, facilitate that meeting? Amen. How many would sacrifice whatever you had to sacrifice in order for God to move in your family and in your friend's life, that need that you've got. I'm telling you, I believe that God is looking for people who are so hungry for him and hungry for a move of God in their lives that it shakes the foundations of darkness that the light may shine in, amen, to the lives of those who give God praise. I believe that today. I'm telling you this morning when we get to a place in our life that we have that kind of faith in God that we begin to sacrifice again in our lives to facilitate the move of God. I believe that God can do anything but God chooses to work through men and women of faith uh, that will allow God to have his way in their life. And I'm excited about what the Lord is doing at SPHC. As Brother Chris said earlier, I do want to say something that I meant to say a couple weeks ago before we get into the Word of God this morning. Uh, I wanted to say something to Brother Chris. I wanted to thank him and thank Brother Ronald uh, for coming and hooking up the power to our uh, RV. God, that ain't an RV, it's a camper, ain't it? Amen. I'm trying to sound uptown. But I wanted to thank y'all for taking the time to do that because, well, you know, they took a day out, time out, and even Cameron, I believe, helped y'all, and thank thank him, too, for helping. Brother Chris had pneumonia, and he was out there working, and, I, and Ronald was out there working on their day off, and Cameron, I'm just grateful for that. Because of that, amen to God and their sacrifice, and uh, thank y'all from the depths of my heart, bottom of my heart today, amen, and my family. There are some things that are going to be taking place uh, in the church uh, that are needful, amen, uh, needful to the progression and the persevering and the moving into the future of our church, amen. I want to say this this morning, and I'm not lost, I'm just taking my time, I feel the Holy Spirit, that there are some things that are going to take place in the future that will not take away from the past. Amen. And you say, well, preacher, I don't know what you're talking about. What do you say? We're in a new season and we can't live off of yesterday. God did some great things in yesteryears, didn't he? He has moved so mildly in yesteryears, but here we are. And we can't keep living off what God did yesterday. We've got to know that God wants to do something in our now and in our future. 
And I don't want to move forward without his leadership and without his guidance. Uh, for a man that is moving out of sight of the presence of God's Holy Spirit and guidance is moving blindly. Uh, but a church that is seeking his face and is seeking sincerely the heart of God will walk into great things that God has for them. I may believe that today. I believe that our future is going to be just as great as some of the great times in our past, if not greater. Amen. And I believe that it's going to take the heart of people to desire this once again. There are churches that are growing every day for many reasons. But I want to tell you this, if they're not growing by the leadership of God and his Holy Spirit, then they can grow all day long. They will not accomplish much. I want our church to grow in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. And I want us to walk into a season of God's anointing that is going to shake the foundations of darkness. Amen. I want to see the things of God manifest tomorrow as they were in the early church. Amen. The Bible said in the book of Acts that there was great joy in the city because of a move of God that took place in the early church. Amen. I look around and there's sadness everywhere. Some folks are walking and just so broken on the inside, even Christian folks today, just broken on the inside. But when God started moving in the early church, things began to happen that created joy. Not only in the people that were connected to the church, but in the community. God began to shake the foundations of darkness by his spirit. Amen. I'm telling you, we don't have time to play church today. We don't have time to just continue to go through the motions. We don't have time to just keep doing everything the way we've been doing things and expecting to get the same results. It's time, amen, to tune in again to the Spirit of God. And say, God, I'd rather move by your Spirit and see a move of God in my church and in my community and in the lives of those that are of my household that are lost and my family and friends. I believe that God wants to move in such a way in this hour that we're living in and what he's looking for. Church today is a people who will stand and not compromise the word of God and their faith. It's time, believe today again, that it's time for the church to arise. How many would, would say today it's time for the church to be the church. It's, I don't mean just be an organization. I don't mean just to be a, a man, some kind of social place. I mean, it's time for the church to be the church, for the church to be prayer warriors, for the church to be worshipers again, for the church to be witnessing again, for the church to be walking in the anointing of the Holy Ghost again. Amen. I'm not talking about in the walls of the church. Anybody, amen, to God can do that. I'm talking about outside the walls of the church. 
rising up and being counted for in the body of Christ as a child of God walking in the spirit of God. Can somebody give him praise in this house? It's time again for the church to rise up. It's not going to happen by the, the case of just beautiful music, amen, but it takes anointed music. It's not going to happen by the case of just a reading a Sunday school lesson, but it takes anointing upon the Sunday school lesson. It's not going to happen this morning by the case of just showing up and looking pretty and looking like you're ready for church. It's going to take somebody who is ready to get down on your knees and say, God, anoint me and fill me with the Holy Ghost. And my Lord, most I'm telling you, somebody say, preacher, you radical. I can't help but be who I am because I know who I am. And I believe brother Bobby and I'm persuaded that he is able to anoint the church again, to raise him up again. We're too busy playing tic-tac-toe with the devil and worried about hurting folks' feelings. Let me tell somebody something. There's a devil on the loose that's trying to carry folk to hell. And we need to rise up and tell them the truth, amen, to God before it's everlasting too late. Can somebody say amen? I didn't come here to be popular, amen. I come here to accomplish what God had placed in my heart, amen. I don't know about you, but he didn't save you to be satisfied and complacent. He saved you to shake the foundations of darkness and declare that he is the light, amen. The Bible said, let the light of God shine through your life that others may see your good works and glorify the Father which is in heaven. I'm telling you, we're doing more glorified find today of other I gotta preach this for a minute we're glorifying a whole lot more than God many times in this generation we're living in when we need to be glorifying God in our life and land God to have his way and the chains of darkness be broken if these altars are going to fill up again it's not going to be because we're chapping each other behind the scenes and stabbing each other in the back behind the scenes it's going to be because we're praying for for one another and loving one another and caring about the souls of one another. I don't know why I'm going here, but I'm going to obey the Holy Ghost this morning. I got a message prepared, but God's leading me here today. It's time for us church to understand it's happening everywhere. There are people fighting everybody behind the scenes, but dear God, we need to get in God again and love each other and love God and walk in that anointing again and let God touch the lives of those in the church. We'll say God is love, but then we treat folks, amen, every way but that way of love. Amen. Come on, somebody. Oh, hallelujah. If we're children of God this morning, then we've got to walk in the love of God. We've got to love our neighbor. We've got to quit getting hung up on hang-ups. And we've got to get together and get in unity and quit fighting amongst each other. Amen. It's happening everywhere. From church to church to church, the devil has snuck in. And he's tried to do so many things to destroy what God is trying to do in the mission of every local church but come again somebody and say that my God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power
power that worketh in us. Behold, he comes riding on the clouds, shining like the sun as the trumpet calls. Let me tell you, over 2,000 years ago, he came in the upper room. My God, he's, he's not just coming again. He came in the form of the Holy Ghost in the upper room. And many today have squelched him. We've not yielded to him. We're ashamed to yield to him anymore. We're ashamed to let the Holy Ghost have his way. We're ashamed of what the Spirit of God might do when he rises up in us. If you'll be ashamed of God, he'll be ashamed of you. But somebody ought to know today that God wants to move by his Spirit through you, in you, upon you, and break the chains off the lives of those around you. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. I'm not going to carry the weight of foolishness on my life while I'm trying to do ministry. Amen? I ain't going to do it. The devil wants to weigh us down with foolishness. We don't even have liberty anymore. Because we come in the house of God and we're so weighed down with foolishness that we can't even worship anymore. We can't be the church anymore. We're trying to pattern ourselves after what everybody else is doing and God's saying, let me be your pattern. God is saying, let me, let me lead you. Don't pattern yourself after the things of this world. Pattern yourself by the Spirit of God. We've got to come to a place, church, this morning where we understand what the enemy has done and not let the foolishness of the enemy weigh down upon our lives. I come to get in the pulpit. I'm trying to worship and foolishness running through my mind and the devil, dear God, trying to keep me from being able to accomplish what God has called me to accomplish. Some of you sitting out there, the same thing is going on. Worship is taking place. The Spirit of God is trying to move and foolishness going on in your mind. You can't get away from it. It's like the enemy just in there and he won't get my... He won't let you get away from it. I'm telling you this morning, when we begin to let the Spirit of God move in our life and let God lead us and guide us, we won't let the foolishness that the enemy is placing in our life paralyze us and keep us from what God desires to do in our life. I come to tell somebody this morning that God is trying to rally the troops today. God is trying to raise up the army again today. It's time. Shout somebody, it's time. It's time to quit playing church and be the church. It's time to cast down every imagination that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God. It's time to cast it down and let God arise and his enemies be scattered if you want to put the devil on the run get yourself under the mighty hand of God and let God put him on the run today amen First Samuel chapter 17 verse 1 through 3 we deal we're dealing this morning with the children of God who let the enemy get in their mind The children of Israel 
were encamped around there. As they faced the other side of the valley, the Philistine army. And the Bible said in verses 1 through 3 that they were gathered there and they stood and they began to look on the other side. But notice that they never began to engage in warfare. They never began to deal with the situation. And in verse 10 and 11, the word said that Saul and all Israel heard the words of the Philistines. And when he heard the words, fear came on them. And they became greatly dismayed and afraid. The words that were going on in their mind was not the words of God that built faith. It was a trap. It was the enemy. A people who knew God. A people who understood God and knew how he moved and knew how he worked had now been dealing with the enemy in their mind. And he's beginning to tell them things that is handicapping them and paralyzing them and causing them to do one thing, look like the army of God, but not move like the army of God. So they had everything going for them, but in their mind, they were confused. They were dismayed. They, they, they had forgotten that they were children of the Most High God. They, they, they were still the army, but they weren't moving. And, and God told me to tell you that there's a lot of folk that are in that same condition today. They, they've been affected by what's happening in their mind. What the enemy is speaking to their mind. They have disengaged themselves from the service of the church or disengaged themselves from walking in faith because of what the enemy has said to them in their mind. And they've gotten to a place to where they know how to, 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 to exist in the realm of appearance, but they're not moving in the realm of God's anointing. I, I, I'm just tired of looking like the church. Can I preach this today? I'm tired of looking like the church. Want to be the church, amen? I'm tired of, of being at a place in life. Many times, have you ever been there where it just seemed like that the enemy's in your mind and you just can't get him out and, and, and you're trying to deal with things, but every time you turn around, he, you expect it from people that are not of the faith, but people of faith will load you down with... When we come to church, y'all with me? When we come to church, we still walk through the door sometime and get poured into with things that keep us from being the church. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost, up in this house. And they're looking at what's happening and the enemy's there, Goliath is greatly there and just dominating their mind. He's brought fear in their life and they can't even remember who God is in their season. In Exodus chapter 15 verses 2 through 3, the Bible said, The Lord is my strength, He's my song, and He has become my salvation. How many believe God to be your salvation today? He has 
has become my salvation. Oh, good glory to God. I don't know about you, but that's enough to shout about the rest of your life. If he's become our salvation, that's enough to sustain us. When the enemy comes to pour poison in our mind, we should hold on to the glorious liberty that he has provided unto us through the salvation. My goodness, somebody ought to shout hallelujah. He has become our salvation. He is my God is he your God this morning I will praise him I'm going to praise him why because I have been set free from the bondage of sin I'm going to praise him not because it's just the right thing to do because that's what the church protocol is or that's what's on the program I'm going to praise him because his blood has set me free he's washed my sins away I'm a child of God when the enemy came in like a flood God moved in and he delivered me he is my God I will praise him He's my father's God. I will exalt him. We exalt our problems more. What's going on, the poison of the enemy in our mind will get exalted many times over God. I'm preaching the truth to say. We're worshiping out of bitterness rather than out of gratefulness. Come on, somebody. We're worshiping. You can't worship out of bitterness. You can't do it. You can't say, praise the Lord, oh my soul, but I wish so and so and so and so would. You can't say, I praise you, God, you are my God, but I sure wish that preacher wouldn't wear jeans on Sunday morning. You, 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 you can't say, Bless the Lord, oh my soul. But my goodness, the pastor's wife's dress. Oh my goodness, she need to find something else. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, but dear God, don't me- They think they run things. That's mentality of some people. God put them there. That's your counsel. Give God praise for them and pray for them. You can't, you can't praise God and he be your God and be in liberty and salvation when you have the attitude. Lord, here I am to praise you. But my goodness, this service is going on a little bit too long. You have just, am I preaching this morning? I'm, I, I don't, if you don't, this is truth. I understand God's a gentleman. Oh, but he ain't gonna force himself on you. God, I praise you, but I got all these things running through my mind. I, I don't like the songs that are being sung, or I don't like this, or I don't like that. And let me go ahead and tell you something. Everything that we may or may not like is not conducive to the Spirit of God moving in our life. If we're gonna live in that kind of bitterness, we are gonna fail to be the church that God wants us to be. We gotta rise above and beyond these things that are in the mind that keep us on the mountainside and never walking forward in victory.
glorious glory. I'm telling you, they stood there on the mountain and forgot that God should have been exalted. The Lord in chapter uh, 15 of Exodus verse 3, the Bible said is, somebody shout he is. He's a man of war. The Lord is his name. Mm. Let me go ahead and tell you that it's not up to you to, to complete the manifested, manifested work that God has sent you forth to complete. It's God's job to do what he sent you forth to do. And in other words, if you're going forward in God, then God is going to complete the work you can't. When the children of Israel in Exodus chapter 15 had seen the hand of God move through the, the parting of the Red Sea and the victorious battle over Pharaoh, it was not their going forward that caused anything in their own selves. It was their going forward by faith that caused them to experience the victorious hand of God. And what the enemy wants to do is put things in your mind that keep you from going forward in your faith. Because if you go forward in your faith, God can't do nothing but show up in your steps. Come on now. Took somebody say, I need God in my steps. But there are many today that are stuck on the mountain as Israel was because of the things in their mind. And they're not experiencing things they could experience in God. That ain't no place for the children of Israel. They should have been God's army rising up saying, Lord, you are my salvation. You are my strength. I'm going to praise you. We're going to fight this battle in faith. We know that you're going to fight with us and that we're going to win. No, 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 no. They had their mind on Goliath. Some of you today many times have struggled at seasons in your life and maybe are even now with things in your mind that are bigger, it seems, than God. But I want to tell you this morning that there is nothing, not a problem, not a circumstance that has ever escaped the abilities of God. That's what I come to do. I come to, I come to help somebody. God's trying to rally the troops today. God don't want just the praise team and the choir, amen, singing praises. He don't want just the pastor singing praises. He don't want just a, a portion of the congregation singing praises. He wants everybody to be able to have the faith to rise up and rally yourself. If you come in this building this morning, God's trying to rally you. If you've come into this place this morning, God's trying to stir you up. He wants you to understand that he is still God, that he still holds the power of your victory in life. That there is nothing you'll face that is bigger than he is. There is nothing in your mind that is greater than God. And the only way that you're going to walk forward and, and, and begin to rise up in the glories of God is that you've got to remember who he is. Israel was the children of God. But David shows up because Jesse began to send him down there with provisions. When David walks up, he sees the army of God stuck on a mountain. 
tell you when people come to Stoneville Pentecostal Holiness Church I don't want them to see us stuck anywhere but right smack dab in the middle of God's presence doing great and mighty great and mighty things for God I don't want them to see us stuck on hang ups and stuck on mental blocks and stuck in bitterness and stuck in yesterday I want them to walk up and see us marching forward in the presence of God doing great and my somebody ought to praise him because I'm about to get happy up in here I want to see them watch us moving in that realm David walked up and he saw him stuck on the mountain then he began to hear all the best that Goliath was trying to inflict upon their minds and he he was getting frustrated how many has ever got aggravated with what the enemy's tried to do to hold you back and you got aggravated enough it carried you to prayer you got mad enough that it carried you to a praise sometimes you got ag- aggravated enough that you interceded instead of conceding oh come on and and david heard the enemy trying to hurry but I got to go through this David heard the enemy as he was taunting the armies of Israel and David said wait a minute my goodness what's going on here he runs up his brothers all saying my 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 good brother son go on back home you don't need to be out here and David said is there not a cause what's the cause has the church forgotten the cause (laughs) It's not about finding a position to get in. It's not about finding. It's not about uh, 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 causing an agenda, a personal agenda to come across. Is there not a cause? What is the cause of this army? What is the cause of the church? It is to stand in the glory and the purpose of God Almighty. It is not to stand on the sideline stuck in a position where the enemy has kept us paralyzed by his fearful tactics and all the derogatory remarks that he will plant in our spirit. David said there's a cause. I'm telling you somebody's got to rise up and if it ain't going to be you, this old boy going to do it. Look at somebody around you and say if you ain't going to do it, I will. If you ain't going to rise up, I will. I trust my God. I just wish you would with me. But David said I'm going to do this thing if I got to do it by myself. And the Bible said that he begins to deliver words of faith to Saul. Saul said, oh, you can't do this. You're too young. You're not big enough. You're not experienced enough. But David began to tell him, son, you don't understand. I serve a mighty God. I serve a mighty God. And I had me a flock of sheep. Let me tell you what happened. A bear and a lion came up and God by his anointed power gave me the strength to take care of all of them. I 
destroyed them and I saved the, 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 the sheep from their mouths and delivered them. This little boy, yeah, I saw this little old boy right here. I did it by the hand of God. And he said, I'm going to tell you something, King. This Philistine ain't no different than that bear in that line. If God gave me the power to handle that, he'll give me the power to handle this. I'm telling somebody today that your God is not limited in power. There is not a circumstance that is elevated above your previous experience. Your God is able to do what he did yesterday again. I come to tell somebody that God is not differentiated between a giant, a bear, and a lion. If God be for you, you can stand against anything. If God be for you, you can face anything. And David knew this. I wish somebody would shout amen. David knew this morning that his God would not fail him. God will not fail you. He will not fail this church. He will not fail. But if we're going to do it right, let's deal with the issues and let's Let's go ahead and put the devil on the run and let's go ahead and let God have his way. Let's deal with the issues. Let's do it in God's power and in his grace. Let's do it in his anointing. Because there's a giant needs to fall. There's a giant that needs to fall. And so David, David is reminding him of the grace of God. And come on to the piano, if you will, please. He faces off with Goliath. David, with nothing but a sling and some stones. He walks down in that valley. Goliath, nine foot nine inches tall, looking down at little old David. He began to laugh at him. I tell you, the enemy is laughing at you sometime, but uh, let him laugh on. And David begins. to degrade this young man David I can't believe y'all sent this little boy out to, to come against me he just begins to defy the armies of God through David and David said said look here said you come to me with a spear and with a sword And a lot of times that's how we're trying to do church is in the carnal realm. But David said, I come to you in the spirit of the Lord. I'm coming to you in the sovereignty of what works. See, church won't get you victory. It's just a vehicle of grace. Amen. Doing church won't get you victory. 
Coming to church, sitting on a pew, that's a great thing. It's a vehicle of God's grace. It won't get you victory. Singing in the choir won't get you victory. Serving on the council won't get you victory. Teaching Sunday school won't get you victory. Those are great graces of God's tools of, of, of ministry. Being a pastor won't get you victory. But having a relationship with God and knowing who God is. See, I can't wield my position around and get victory. The devil don't care if I'm Pastor Stoneville Pentecostal Holiness Church or not. Does he? He don't care if you're on the council or not. He don't care if you're just a good member and pay your tithes. You can't wield that around to get victory. You have to you have to dig down deep and say, hey, you might come to me, devil, with all these things, but I'm not coming to you with my position. I'm not coming to you with my membership. I'm not coming to you with anything that God has graced me with. I'm coming to you simply in who he is and in his power and in his anointing. And I know that when I come in his anointing that there are chains that are going to break and that there are giants that are going to fall. And let me go ahead and tell you that David was an instrument of God's reminder of Israel that you don't have to do anything but trust God and walk by faith for God to be able to move forward in your life and manifest great victory. David looked on the mountain and saw a people that were doing nothing because of what was going on in their mind. But when David drew back and he began to send that stone airborne, the stone knocked the giant flat on his back. I mean... Bet y'all thought I was going to fall through. I wonder what Israel was doing. They probably. I can't watch this. Maybe, maybe David's brothers. Man, I can't watch this. I can't believe it. He, he's going out there by himself. He's crazy. I think Paul, uh, Saul probably thought the same thing. But he said, you know what? If he's willing to try, nobody else is. So let's just go ahead and let him go. But I wonder if they would just... Anybody ever done that? You, you knew something bad was... You just thought something bad was going to happen. You just didn't want to watch. But I believe that when they heard that body hit the ground... With all the armor on the ground, I believe somebody snapped their neck. Whoa! What just happened? Come on, somebody. Alabama just got whipped by Clemson. Come on, somebody. Something happened I didn't expect. The roll tide didn't roll so hard today. Come on, somebody. And they begin to look back. Even praise if you want it. They begin to look back and say, wait a minute. This little old boy, David, he got something going. And they said, well, wait a minute. It ain't over yet. Goliath ain't dead yet. But David didn't stop. He went up and took Goliath's sword, took it out of his, out of his thing there, and he chopped his head off. And when they saw, when the Philistines 
saw that their champion was dead. The armies of Israel came out of that mountain and they chased after the Philistines in the glory of God. I come to tell somebody today that God is trying to rally his troops and remind them that God is able today to meet every need in your life. And he hasn't stopped just because your circumstances may have changed. Don't let what's in your mind keep you. Stand with me if you will. Don't let what's in your mind keep you from putting great victories behind you. There are great victories that need to be behind you and not in front of you. And I'm just going to go ahead and tell you what God has put in my spirit because it's happening everywhere. There are churches that are closing down week after week, month after month, all across this country. Churches closing down because people forgot who God was. It became more about what was in their mind than it did what was in his written word. Come on, somebody. I feel the anointing of God's Holy Ghost. And this morning, I want to ask you all over the church, if you are ready to rise like the mighty army of God and you are ready to march forward by faith and you are ready to see God raise us up and God to establish an anointed progressive victory in this community through this church and the churches that surround us. I want you to step out of your seat and say, here I am, I'm not standing on the mountain. I'm coming down where David did in a place of faith. I'm coming down where David did. I'm gonna face these issues. I'm gonna face these things that the enemy has placed in my mind. I come to, to tell the devil he's no longer gonna take residence in my, in my mind. I'm not gonna let him dance all around my spirit. I believe today as David did that I can know I cannot win these battles in my mind by continuing to do what I'm doing I need the Lord to know that I'm with him and that I trust him and that I have faith in him and God as his folks have come all across this building will there be any more that says I, I want to rise up in the armies of God Lord here I am here I am to do all that you've called me to do. Here I am to represent you, to walk in faith and, and to trust the power of your sovereignty. Lord, I've done everything this morning I could that I felt the Spirit of God doing to, to rally the troops. And God, I ask you, Lord, to take these of faith. Yes, God.